Hi, folks. No illusions here. A couple of quick notes before we start the show. First of all, we're in the middle of upgrading our audio engineering, but the unfortunate result is that on this episode, some stuff was done on a new fancy rig and other stuff on the old one. So if some parts of the show sound way different than other parts, that's why it'll be cleared up by next week's episode. Our apologies, and we appreciate your patience while we're making this upgrade. Secondly, and more importantly, if you listen to our other shows, The Skeptocrat and The Scathing Atheist, you know that we're in the habit of putting out show notes every week for the episode, listing all our sources, where we got our stories, where you can go to learn more, etc., And we've really never needed to do that on this show before because the fact that Stephen Baldwin looks like a melting statue of Elvis made out of cheese, that doesn't have a source. It's just objectively true. That's the kind of stuff that you, you know, you would pull out a mathematical proof for if you had to, I guess. But with this episode, we're dealing with some frauds and liars on a scale we've never quite addressed before. And not only are they frauds and liars, but they're also litigious frauds and liars. And to be honest, we would love these motherfuckers to come after us just so that we could prove in court what frauds and liars they are and also probably make some dick jokes in a court of law and get in trouble. But if and when we get there, we want to make sure we win, so we need to properly cover our bases this week. So along with the usual description of the show and links to our Patreon page and stuff that we usually put in the show notes, this week you'll also find a list of sources and resources. Now don't get me wrong, we're going to give these assholes the thrashing they deserve, and if somebody in this movie looks like they're carved out of cheese, we're not going to hesitate to point it out. But we want to make it very clear that we've done our research, and these baby-killing, fraudulent, lying motherfuckers deserve every moment that's coming to them. And if you too, by the way, think that killing babies with old-timey diseases is wrong. Just want to remind you that hitting that share button, tweeting, Facebooking, and otherwise getting out this moment-by-moment breakdown of this wet turd of a fucking lying propaganda piece of shit baby-killing movie is a great way to show it. And now, on with the show. He was normal, and now he's shitty. Like yeah. what? <laughs> what? It's it's neurotypical uh-huh. and neurodivergent, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. supposed to. Okay, exactly. By the way, we should point out that this nurse, A, she's not a doctor, like, doctor, nurse. I know they're both medicine words, but she went to night school, guys. She's one step above a pharmacist. And she fucking, she's the head of the quote-unquote thinking mom's revolution. Super ironic. They have called me yeah, exactly. a fake scientist, for the record. Oh, I didn't know you were a oh, fake good. scientist. Well, I, I don't even fake orgasms, never mind <laughs> God-awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from bullshit cinema because sometimes non-Christian movies need us too. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we're all perfectly calm so far. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm taking it easy. Enjoy it while you Just can. Relaxing. And sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Baby murdering frogs! <laughs> <laughs> we made it pretty far. Tell us how you yeah, no, it lasted for seconds on end. And of course, sitting one coast to my west is our good friend Yvette Detrimon, better known as the Psy Babe. Yvette, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me on this lovely afternoon in which I'm fighting off a cold, but I'm ready to be here to fight fucking pseudoscience. All right. Well, we'll find it might be autism. We'll find out by the end of the show. Now, of course. This is your second time on the show, but this is the first time the audience is actually going to hear you. So once again, and publicly this time, sorry for making you watch What the Bleep Do We Know for no fucking reason whatsoever. (laughs) I will eternally hate you for that. But because I I adore Eli and the rest of you guys so much, I I will forgive you. And because Vax was (laughs) such a fucking uh, popcorn uh, munching piece of 
excrement. I, I was like, okay, I'll do it for Vex. So I believe we've already spilled the beans there, but he just for the sake of formality here, what did we trick Yvette into watching with us today? <laughs> <laughs> we all watched Vaxed from cover up to catastrophe or what I like to call phase one. Everyone gets autism phase three profit. <laughs> it's uh don't know how they connected those dots. Anyway, it's a documentary about the anti-vaxxer response to the claim that their movement is causing children to die. Mm-hmm. And that response is, you're killing babies, you are. We're <laughs> giving them autism or yeah, something. No, we could end it right there, I think, but uh, unfortunately we're not allowed to. So, Eli, tell us, how bad was this movie? Well... If you love documentaries, but you hate babies, you're going to love this movie. No, someone could love this babies movie. and just hate, and, and someone could, could hate babies and just love dead babies. Well, that's, that's true. true. That's true. You <laughs> could love babies, but love dead ones more. It's possible. I'm, yeah, I might not have given this movie credit. Maybe it's just one long dead baby joke, and I really missed the punchline. <laughs> it's they it's just, actually a culinary show. They just maybe maybe they're a bad comedian, and they just they 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 just swung and a miss on the punchline. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, Wade that's Fields it. They were Kaufman. like, yeah, no, people like these dead baby jokes. Let's go for one of those, but a whole movie. I get it. I that's, get it. Let's go. Let's go for one of those, but a whole generation. This oh. is a movie oh. by a proven fraud about accusing other people of fraud. That is this movie. This yeah. movie is this would be like me making a documentary about people who jerk off too much. There is no <laughs> stretch of the imagination by which this is not the craziest, worst capturing of film I've ever seen. I've never been happier to make fun of a thing. I am only sad that Andrew is not here to hear the words that are coming out of my face <laughs> about him and his shitty little band of pseudoscience, baby-killing, liar-asshole friends. I hope you get killed by the X-Men Wolverine. I hope the X-Men Wolverine bursts out of your chest like a fucking face-hugger and then just spends the rest of eternity ear fucking either side of his head like Doctor Who. I, <laughs> I didn't know Doctor Who did that. Eli, I feel um, like you held back. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to keep a little in the tank for the breakdown. <laughs> and Yvette, how hard was it to make it from one end of this thing to the other? I do not think there is enough weed and Valium and heroin in California for me to get through <laughs> this fucking thing. Like, it's, the, I think the, the audacity of, of motherfucking Andrew Wakefield to literally what Eli just said, call people a fraud when he has been, I believe, formally charged with fraud. And I'm very careful not to call people, uh, frauds in, in the course of my writing because that's a legal term. He is a fraud. He's a proven one. Um, and he just keeps calling the CDC frauds and liars and everything. And this is not, uh, this is, this is not something that he can throw around without somewhere in his brain knowing that he has profited from and created an entire industry from fear mongering and creating an entire industry that's propagating diseases that once 
upon a time, we were very close to wiping out. Andrew Wakefield is the biggest asshole on the planet, and he deserves to have that asshole ripped to shreds. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, we throw down like terms like biggest asshole on the planet from time to time. I think he like legitimately is a good nominee for it. You have to go to like dictators to, to, oh, to yeah. get to his yeah. level. He might, yeah. he might be below Mass John graves Neal. involved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, th- in this case, there are mass graves involved. Very little ones. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's <sighs> sad. A lot of this is going to be sad. I'll, yeah. I'll go with I'll go with Donald Trump being a bigger asshole, and that's partially because he we found evidence recently that he donated to Jenny McCarthy's anti-vax charity. Oh. Really? Yes. Yes. Uh, I like that guy. Wait, wait, wait. That charity wouldn't exist without Andrew Wakefield. Ah. Right. So so Andrew Wakefield's existence makes it possible for Donald Trump to be a bigger asshole. Oh. Wow. That's how horrible is that? Now, is there anything you guys want to nominate this movie for being the best at being the worst at? I don't know if we covered this already, but saying the word fraud about something else and then cutting to a known fucking fraud for commentary. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Just wanted to throw that. Let's see. Other things that this is guilty of. Uh, taking things out of consent or out of, out of context. Uh, because we don't know, like, and this is something we'll get into more, but they'll, they took like how many little, uh, tiny clips of the quote unquote whistleblower, uh, and said, you know, this is, this is absolutely what he said. And it's like, why didn't you give us his words saying this instead of filling in his words with Andrew Wakefield's <laughs> words? Right. Uh, I'm going to say best worst, knowing when you're making yourself look stupid. <laughs> and this is similar to Eli's answer. Like a good 30 minutes of this movie is really smart people saying this movie is wrong and they forgot to <laughs> take it out. Why or- would they put so many prominent people like you could just find like some schmuck saying these things to make that point but they keep showing the president and the fucking bill gates and a fucking surgeon general and shit saying no this is definitely wrong and then countering it with lady from youtube (laughs) but but didn't you know the the president and the cdc and bill gates they're all part of the conspiracy they're all in on it it's all a fraud you have to remember think like the crazy people (laughs) so well, I know my blood is already starting to pre-boil over, so we're going to pause long enough for approximately five children to die of vaccine-preventable oh. illnesses. I looked that up. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll break down all the homicidal indifference of vaxxed. Gentlemen, come on in. How can I help? Uh, please, take a seat. I brought my own beanbag chair. I can see that. Move! Yeah. Let me get comfortable! You're gonna break it. It's gonna. You're gonna. You're, you're guys. You guys. Are. Guys. Calm down. Right. Uh, so we're all comfy. Uh, how can I be of service? Right. Well, as I mentioned on the phone, we're, we're doing a review of Vax this week, and I just want to run it past you to make sure that we're in safe territory here. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, this uh, this list of sources looks good. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm here to listen, but I, I can't imagine me, me, me. Oh, Eli, uh, you, you have a list too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <sighs> sure. Sure. Let me take a look. Okay. Um, yeah, you see, these are, uh, problematic. I, I told you. Why do we bring him? Dude, he hid in the car. I had no fucking idea. Move over. You move. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. So, so this first item here, says anyone who listens to our show should find Andrew Wakefield 
and punch his balls until he dies. You you can't say they that. They should. That, that may very well be, but you can't say it on the show. Um, okay. These next three items are just the home addresses and phone numbers of the people who made the film with baby killers need to die written next to it. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say nothing you plan to do with these is remotely legal. What? You didn't even really? Uh, yes, really. Uh, and finally here, uh, you've written, can we do a prize for whoever kills Andrew Wakefield like a t-shirt or something? And then it appears you've sketched a t-shirt that says, I killed Andrew Wakefield. No, 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 you can't give away a t-shirt and encourage your audience to kill Mr. Wakefield. See, we told you that what was a we- waste of money. I get to do what I, you guys never let me do anything. Sorry about that, Andrew. Thanks for your time. Uh, h- here, we've got like 500 of these. Now, you want a t-shirt? Sh- sure. Okay, but you got to kill Andrew Wakefield now. <laughs> or else you're a liar. <laughs> and we're back to break down the least pleasant 90 minutes in my podcasting life. And that includes, by the way, the shit I had to do to get on Cogdis when we first started out. And interestingly <laughs> enough, this movie is going to start off this 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 anti-vaccine movie is going to start off with the 2014 measles outbreak which is exactly where I would have started this documentary (laughs) (laughs) we just get this this long montage at the beginning going like yeah people who made this movie sure are full of shit from all these various respected people and I didn't think about it until Yvette mentioned it but yeah I guess to these people seeing the president you're like well you know it's full of shit if that dude done said it yeah which and like why like we talk about this a lot with Christian cinema but like why would you begin your movie? And it's so badly cut together. There's literally a moment where a CNN news anchor is going, measles has probably been traced to, and then they cut to a different <laughs> clip of someone being like, someone sneezing, someone sneezing. Because that guy finished with a bunch of fucking hippies who think that you can give your kid maple syrup instead of right. a vaccine. That's who. Yeah. It's like I, I think what makes me maddest about this whole clip is like I I lived in Anaheim during the the measles outbreak like and I I just started my website and one of the things I put up on my website was a CDC quiz to figure out what you needed on the schedule and I realized I was behind on some of my boosters uh, so like you know being like so part of what's contributing uh, to people to uh, to the lack of you know to the herd immunity issues being down are adults who miss their boosters so I'm like okay if I'm telling people able to go out and get their boosters, I should go out and get my MMR booster. So I did. I had a vaccine reaction. My arm swelled. Oh, no. Anyways, two months later, I was at Disney on the days of the outbreak. Oh, no um, shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm really glad that I had that thing. And you didn't get measles. Nice. Shockingly. No, it's kind of like vaccines motherfucking work. <laughs> This movie begins with, on the others, it's like, in one corner, the CDC, <laughs> the president, the attorney general, and Penn and Teller. Unless in the other corner is a species of technologically advanced light right. beings, you lose. Yeah. You it's, fucking lose. It's like lose. we have the smartest, most capable people on the planet and a bunch of people who are wearing tinfoil hats and batting at their own shit, basically. Yeah, exactly. So once we've established that all the authorities on the subject think this movie is full of crap, we cut to a couple of hands typing for a really long time. 
And it starts like this is going to be the mea culpa from Wakefield, right? That's what I thought, because the, the words are like, we lied about the science, we committed fraud. And I'm like, oh, this I got the wrong impression about this movie altogether. But no, apparently this is this CDC whistleblower, and I have that in quotes every time it appears in my notes. <laughs> it's- yes, because, and this is where we get to point out something that's linked in the show notes on scienceblogs.com. Yeah. William W. Thompson has retracted everything about this movie and is in the midst of publishing a paper about how the MMR vaccine is fucking safe. Every piece of information I could find from anyone who actually went to school about any of this kind of stuff has said that his original objections were that he wanted the data interpreted in a certain way and got a little bitchy about it, which is why he was willing to speak to someone outside of the investigation in the first place. And he had no idea he was dealing with anti-vax nutbags. You can check the sources. Thompson didn't think he was a whistleblower. He still doesn't think he's a whistleblower. And he's in the middle of publishing a paper that says the well, opposite of what this fucking well, but movie because does. This, because of this stupid fucking yeah, movie, he's had to like lawyer up like a whistleblower, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's he said basically some one of the one of the big things with uh, with him is that he's uh, he, he's like sometimes data gets taken out of studies because it's not relevant. It doesn't uh, it, it doesn't apply to what you're doing. And that's not necessarily p hacking. It's just we need to take the relevant data. Uh, but he never said that vaccines don't work or that they're dangerous. He just said these this these data points aren't uh, or like the full uh, uh panel that was working on the study said these data points aren't uh, aren't going to be relevant to what we're doing. Um, and he kind of objected and one of them included, you know, kind of with footnotes. Uh, but the conclusion that these people came to was we can't trust the CDC, but we can trust this guy who won't show his face and is telling us he spent his career lying, which is not what he fucking <laughs> said, but that's how they represented him. Seems yeah, legit. Exactly. Seems totally legit. But it's, yeah. it's I have a huge problem with them taking like seven of his quotes out of possibly hours of things they filmed without or uh, recorded without telling him they recorded him and saying this is exactly what he said verbatim. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the basic theme here that we're getting from this movie is the CDC can't be trusted to police itself. Like who watches the Watchmen? Right. But, okay. Question. Does science need an internal affairs department? Isn't 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 that what science is? It's a big big internal affairs department that does that? Right. I don't understand. Also, how does causing autism help the CDC or anyone? What the fuck is the end game for giving a whole bunch of kids autism? Ah, uh, see, but this is the part that the movie left out. You see, Think about all the scientists and mathematicians and engineers, you know, little bit spectrumy, right? They don't like hugs. <laughs> they still think pocket protectors are okay to wear. They're keeping the business alive. Or, or they just want to be cool compared to the general populace. I get it. I get it. 2032, 50% of the kids will have autism. And of that, like, what, one out of 10 becomes a NASA engineer. We're going to the moon, <laughs> motherfuckers. That's, that's all it is. And, it's funny. Yeah. They've shown that a high percentage of people who have autism go into uh, go into the sciences. So technically, vaccine um, autism causes vaccines. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, okay. sad. Well, why Whoa. wouldn't they figure out a shot that works more than one out of 110 times then? <laughs> why not have a, a right? good shot and, and it could be like next year it. we're all autistic. Like, let's speed this up. 
<laughs> it's, I, you know, it's like, why can't we get, make this retroactive? I could use, you know, 10 more IQ points. Yeah, I drop stuff all the time. I never know how many well, of them yeah, there are. I gotta say, the, the, the fucking, <laughs> this movie, though, presents autism as a death sentence. And we'll get death into sentence, that a little yeah. bit more. But it's it, like, like the way they present autism in this movie, it is a fate worse than death. So yeah. this is where we, we're going to meet hooker the, the mexican john lovitz who apparently <laughs> he's gonna say i he's he's like oh i got a call from this cdc whistleblower who wanted to let me know all about this uh the 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 science that the cdc was hiding so the story that he's going to present throughout this movie is this whistleblower called me the cdc knows that vaccines cause autism especially in black kids and you know he just doesn't have the evidence to prove it but i know it's true because you know look at me do i not look like a legit fucking source <laughs> if this movie had uh it listed its sources the first one would be shit we're pretty sure bill thompson meant and the rest would be ibid <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things he said was he's like oh yeah after i they gave me a person to contact and after i kept contacting them they told me to stop contacting right. them for a while and it's like in other words you harass them until they said to stop fucking harassing them you idiots yeah exactly so, reed she yeah. couldn't handle the intensity of our predestined love so she got a restraining order <laughs> it's, but i'm a nice guy you can trust me i look like ray comfort od'd on heroin and they had to restart my heart with mayonnaise <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. It wasn't mayonnaise. It was, it was come directly extracted from Jesus. That was, but, but it was Ray Comfort. So we had to tell him it was mayonnaise. Exactly. <laughs> so, but this is the first time we get one of those out of context clips from this Dr. William Thompson. Um, and, and for some reason they choose to have like Tinkerbell on LSD as the graphic for whenever he's talking. I almost snorted what I was drinking out my nose right there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have the quotes, and the reason why they do that, like, weird words randomly appearing on the screen thing is because if they showed the full conversation to be like, I mean, some asshole would probably say, and, yeah, but they just take out the middle, and it's like, vaccines cause, this is more highly edited than when Noah cut together Ray Comfort fucking Ken Ham. That would, this is a less accurate well, portrayal than the sketch we did in episode 50. Well, well didn't Ray Comfort and Ken, Ken Ham actually fuck, I mean, so wait, wait a second, let me trump this. I'm here Sources are telling me that Ray Comfort and Ken Ham oh, are I fucking. Have, I have audio evidence of it. I am. I you. You can call <laughs> hashtag Ken Ham whistleblower, my guys. That's that's how you make scientific discovery is through the better hashtag, uh, as we'll learn later on in this movie. Um, but we're not done meeting assholes yet, because now we're going to meet Doreen <laughs> Grand Piche. We're going to meet young Scott Bayo in a Tina Fey wig. Um, oh. Yep. And this is some chick that says she can cure autism through, what, crystals? Not crystals, but the, it might as well be. Bleach enemas. Yeah, yogurt. <laughs> she Yeah, she comes, she's not a bleach enema, but she's a yogurt oh, cures oh, autism. probiotic. Um, thing. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, shyster. And, and she's the first to introduce the very popular, look, there was no autism, and then... As we figured out what autism was, all of a sudden there was a ton of autism. It's like, look, there was there was a ton of tripping, and then as we figured out that didn't work, there was way less tripping. Where did the skull demons go? Maybe it's because did anyone explain to her that we had a lot of kids in teensy tiny baby coffins from all the polio? Like, did did anybody ever point this out to her? She's just she's not smart. But it's like no, I I don't think anyone's ever explained anything except that you only get two samosas in an order. 
she's here's the thing. Like for anyone who's just who just watches this movie and is curious because they've heard that there's a, um, a you know a link between autism and vaccines. I'm I'm having a serious moment here. Don't worry, there there might be a dick joke. Um, but like she's not giving an accurate picture of what autism used to be defined as and what it is defined as now. So to be right. uh, diagnosed as autism or as autistic once upon a time, you had to be uh, deeply withdrawn socially and nonverbal. Um, and there were a handful of other behaviors that went around, along with that, but it was just like those two things. And now we've expanded the definition of being autistic to have the spectrum. And, you know, they can, people don't, what might not recognize it at first, uh, but somebody who's a behavioral expert will. So there hasn't been a rise in it. It's just we're better at seeing it and better at helping people who have autism. So there hasn't, once upon a time, somebody would be, uh, would, would be diagnosed as having mental retardation. They'd be diagnosed with having schizophrenia. They'd be diagnosed with a ton of other things. They'd be warehoused. They wouldn't be uh, integrated into society. They wouldn't be able to be helped. And this woman is just saying, oh yeah, there's been a rise in it. It's like, no, we're not diagnosing them with, with, the, with different things that they were diagnosed with before. And she's just going, there's been a huge rise. That's, mm-hmm. she's, this isn't new. This woman is just mad, flailing, and probably hasn't had an orgasm in like 30 years. So she's angry. So like I said, I I promised there'd be a dick joke. (laughs) This is the statistical equivalent of saying all the stars appeared when we invented the telescope. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And then, and this is not the last time they will do this in the movie. And this pissed me off like nothing else. Then they start using these autistic kids as props to sell their bullshit. Oh Oh my God. Now here's the thing. You could take, hundreds of hours of video of kids that are autistic and just have you know kids drawing pictures or whatever kids having fun kids walking with their parents but they get all of them in the middle of temper tantrums or something like that so that you just feel like an autistic kid is just something chained in the fucking basement through this entire movie and we're just supposed to look at it and go oh those poor kids that vaccines ruined it's so sad yeah i and they keep referring to them as damaged dear god what horrible parents are you that you call your kids damaged it's fucked up, and, and they they chose like extremely severely autistic children for all for this entire montage. Yeah. And if these children could speak, they'd probably say, "Please don't put me in a movie." Right. And if you do, <laughs> please don't put me in a movie that kills other children. I appreciate yeah, it. No shit. And for the autistic people who can speak, like, they, oh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to the scene. But there are, there are several times throughout this movie in which parents in front of their children who very clearly understand language are like, yup, he's broken. He'll never have a yeah. normal life. He's ruined forever. And it's like, that kid can fucking hear you. He's watching Blue's Clues. You need to process this better. I'm sorry you don't have the proper mental health resources. Uh, what? Is Andrew Wakefield in this movie? I want to talk <laughs> well, about yeah, That's where we get next. We finally get to the baby murder enabler himself. Now, I want to ask just in you guys' opinion, <laughs> does Andrew Wakefield really look that evil or is it just that evil now looks Andrew Wakefield? He could not look <laughs> less I, I like a Bond that, villain. He is terrifying. I think it's that nobody told him that that haircut is, is, has been, never mind is out. It's never been in. 
Like this I say haircut. Weird little, <laughs> I can't. Is that is that a wig or is that oh, like what what must did be. like is is that the Donald Trump reject wig that he's wearing? That's just bad. <laughs> Donald it's like Trump's gray on the sides on and it's kind of it's kind of like a bowl cut thing with gray on the sides and then this thing just crawled onto the top of his head and it's horrible. Like it's not not to attack someone for their looks, but fuck that guy. Oh my god, an actual shark with a laser beam would be more subtle as the bad guy. Here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hope Andrew Wakefield gets eaten by bears on tricycles. <laughs> bears wearing bright red hats made out of uranium. I hope all the skin on Andrew Wakefield's body gets eaten off by the Lorax. Andrew Wakefield should literally fuck himself Bench. to death. Literally, and I, he should, in the attempt of getting his dick up his own ass, it should fall off and he should die from the blood I, loss. That is what I pray for each night before I rest. And I hope while this is happening, he's being kept alive by machines so he can feel the pain for longer. And he's being kept alive by machines that make sure that all of the opiate receptors in his body are blocked so his natural endorphins don't get through. And it's like she's really thought this good- through. <laughs> oh, no, it's just that I have a background in toxicology, so I know how to make someone hurt. I um, see, I see. So there's not a graph with this listed out as a plan on the wall beside you or anything? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. This is just I. This is just my, let's see, my jobs have included uh, explosives research, uh, toxicology research, and pesticide research, so I know how to fuck you up. Uh, <laughs> but it's just... It's a good that, thing Andrew? that I am. It's a good thing that I only have bad thoughts and never bad intentions. Because if I ever really wanted to fuck up someone's life, I uh, I could. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. But here's but, a- Andy. Here's the sad thing with Andrew Wakefield. I I can't tell by looking at someone or by hearing someone's story if they ever started out with bad intentions or not. But what he like because it sounds sound innocent enough when you watch this because he said someone approached him because he was a gastroenterologist he wasn't an autism researcher he was not a pediatrician still uh, isn't so he said exactly he's not even a doctor anymore right. uh, because of all his he's I love that they put they put in there like his qualifications and nowhere does it say MD I'm like ah you're Mr <laughs> Wakefield and you're a dick. Um, but it's like it's it's easy like for somebody like it's so he said that parents came to him saying my child uh, is having these gastroenterology issues and they're having uh, and they're they're autistic. Can you look to see if there's a link? And it's true that in science we start off with a correlation and see if there's a causation that can happen. But after the study was retracted and severely uh, um, just panned in the scientific community, he didn't say, "Okay, I might have made a mistake. This needs five thousand children to be studied, not not twelve. Uh, right. uh, he doubled down, and that's not what you do in science. You 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 self reflect and say what did i do wrong and he didn't just double down he he promoted fear and he tried claiming and like the way he's representing himself in this movie is so uh not what happened and so not scientific also fuck andrew wakefield yes oh by all fuck him in the fucking neck i mean don't don't give him the pleasure but fuck andrew wakefield in the fucking neck yeah fuck him somewhere where there wasn't an orifice to begin with exactly Make give him a tracheotomy hole without antiseptic and fuck him in that. <laughs> and it, it's crazy when we meet him. Am I remembering this correctly? He literally says like, "There's no reason I should be studying autism. I didn't study anything about yeah. that in my medical training." Right. Like that's how that's how we start with this character. Am I am I wrong? 
Well, yeah, but I mean, that's after we yeah. have uh, Anderson Cooper come on and say, Andrew Wakefield is full of shit. And then we meet Andrew Wakefield. And he says, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't about. think they knew the cameras were on sometimes. Andrew Wakefield. <laughs> Andrew Wakefield is such a fraud. It made the fucking news. Because here's the thing. Like, Yvette just talked about like, yeah, you you take a moment and you learn when you make a mistake in yeah. science. Most people who make mistakes in their medical journals don't do so to the fact that it makes it to fucking yeah, Anderson right. Cooper's oh, yeah. desk. It's- I'm not saying there aren't medical mistakes now and oh, then, yeah. but it's rare that you fuck up so badly that it's on every major news channel and you have to start calling yourself <laughs> Anderson. There, there is, I believe, a website called retractionwatch.org and it goes through when papers have to be retracted and sometimes people will self-retract when they find a mistake in their research. That's a responsible way to do research. Right. Not doubling down when somebody points out that your research was poorly conducted. So yeah, people people get things wrong, but we learn from it. We don't keep doubling down on bad stuff. He should have had his, his research checked by somebody else, verified by an independent laboratory, and should have had a much larger sample size. And then he would have seen hopefully that it was wrong, but we'll get to this later. There, he had a huge investment uh, monetarily in why he wanted uh, in why he wanted that study out there. That's for later, though. Yeah, well, and that's the big thing is that, like, up until that point, he hadn't actually done anything evil. He had just been a poor scientist. Um, but now, yeah. and, and, and he, as he's explaining this, this movie, this is the first of many times that I thought, did I secretly come in and re-edit this movie and then forget about it or something? Because <laughs> right in the middle of him talking, it just cuts in with a clip of Bill Gates on CNN saying he's a liar and his lie has killed thousands of kids. And I was like, <laughs> is it required by law that when he shows up on video for more than 50 seconds, someone has to say that? Or, or do they do that on purpose? Bill just bought a buyout. He was just like, here, here's a billion dollars. Every time Andrew Wakefield's on screen, I want this hacker to go in and just insert this clip. They must have had a conversation like this. Like, OK, who could we show disagreeing with us? Like someone not credible. So guys, like a uh, Surgeon General? No, no, already did that. Okay, and President what about yeah. Bill Gates, perfect. Like yeah. where? <laughs> what? Bill Gates puts tons of money into vaccinating children in the third world, so it was a good. Oh, sorry, not yeah, the third world, the developing world. That's it. It was a good, good pick. I, I see. But, I see. But it's also somebody that the assholes can uh, can demonize because they think he has a financial stake in it. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Again, you got to think like an idiot when you're watching these fucking things, and then yep. we meet. Uh, yet another asshole, and this is going to be a pivotal asshole. This is the investigative journalist, again in quotes, by the name of Del Bigtree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jason Siegel stranded on a desert island. <laughs> Billy Connolly going undercover as the last guy left in the sports bar, yeah. It looks like he's about to sell me used <laughs> hockey skates out of his van. <laughs> and apparently he didn't want to print up more resumes, so he decided to keep his porn star name yeah, as a, as what the TV fuck kind of producer. name is Del with a bullshit gnome de plume like that you deserve rubella asshole and he he puts forward the main argument of this fucking movie everything you need to know about this movie is the first thing he says he says look all the scientists agree and agreed but the parents thought differently. Oh. And then he practically, then he puts on fucking Shirley MacLaine's A Mother's Love and just accompanies <laughs> himself on the guitar <laughs> for 90 more minutes. The customer is always right. Yeah, right. This movie. <sighs> like, my question is, why didn't he ask 80-year-old parents who remembered polio? He asked 45-year-olds <laughs> who have never seen an iron lung. Yeah, Right, right, exactly. He literally comes up to the camera and he's like, 
all right, I know we have all these controlled studies proving this wrong, but what about these anecdotes? Right, exactly. And also there's a lot of this like, I guess the scientists and doctors must think that a mother wouldn't know something's wrong with their child. And it's like, really? Smell your baby's tummy. What disease does he have? Why are we even bothering with diagnostics? It's like he presents himself as an investigative medical journalist. Yes. I did did my due diligence. He's not he's never worked as an investigative journalist. He's a no. television producer. There's a huge difference. Um, and one of the shows he produces is The Doctors. I promise you, these places are not giving out accurate medical information. His his medical information on the doctors is slightly more likely to be accurate than uh, than on Doctor Oz, which is which still means you have a hit rate of like maybe sixty percent accurate. Um, his the reputability for sources like medical like medical shows, quote unquote medical shows, are about as accurate as a moldy block of toe jam from Donald Trump. Uh, and look, after this, the guy shows a crying baby. Maybe with a fresh vaccine uh, injection in his arm. So, yeah. of course, he's right. Of course. Right, of because course. babies would only cry when they get a shot if it was giving them autism. I'm sure the baby can sense the autism coming on. And that's why he just cried after getting a needle jabbed into me. And the whole goddamn argument the guy's making is, well, look, the vaccines happen and then the autism diagnosis not so far after. Yeah, so if the sun doesn't make my piss, then why do I have to always go in the morning? What the fuck are you even trying? How do you get? <laughs> Get there yourself. I, I'm borrowing that argument, by the way. Sun, <laughs> sun makes pee. <laughs> yeah, that's what I took away from this fucking movie. But yeah, and and then he like basically says, well, I think we can all agree that no, no parent would ever overestimate how sick their child is. Like what kind of bullshit? Like that, that you should, your nose should grow when you say that. A fucking course to every yeah, parent. My mother can think, thought I've had cancer three no, times right. this week. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Have you ever met a first time parent? They're always bringing their kid to the ER for the sniffles. I think the he sniffles. has bubonic plague. <laughs> <sighs> uh, let's. It's. I mean, they're they're either trying to bring back things that have been uh, that that have been gone since the Dark Ages, or they're googling things and thinking that they have things that are that, that have been gone since the Dark Ages. And it's not that it's not that these are bad parents. It's just that they're scared, and that's part of the reason why this anti-vax thing has happened. Is because we have scared them into being afraid of the thing that's going to save them. Right, right. Well, and there are villains in the story. They are not necessarily the parents that don't get the uh, exactly. the kids vaccinated, although they're not necessarily not those those people either. Speaking of yeah. villains, this is where we meet uh, a British Ann Coulter and her uh, husband. Now, uh, I love yeah. it's the anti Psy babe. <laughs> I have so, so much anger for this woman because she started off as the victim here and turned into like as soon as you start selling the pseudoscience, I'm mm -hmm. done with you. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So. We should point out that because they never mention this in the movie, Polly Tommy, who is this woman who looks like they inflated her tits with a bicycle pump for the <laughs> fucking shoot. Polly Tommy is married to a nutritionist. She has a son with autism. And then Wakefield, Andy fucking Wakefield comes to her and says, hey, you want some money to start an autism magazine that totally lies mm -hmm. about how autism starts? And she's like, I sure do, because my husband's a nutritionist. That's a nonsense word, and that eat fruits and vegetables business seems to be running out. So she then 
starts a fucking billboard campaign with her tits out about how you need to watch out for vaccines and has since been playing this like grieving mother who just happened to stumble on the solution character for the last 30 fucking years. But again, this whole career of her starts when Andrew Wakefield is like, hey, let me produce your fake fucking magazine, Autism Weekly or whatever. Yeah, the, the Autism File, yeah. It's, I just I didn't realize the money came from Wakefield. Jesus, this is just the entire like fake autism cure uh, you know, anti-vax industry is very incestuous. Yeah, right. Well, they're they, yeah, right. Every one of them that looks respectable enough and can get through a five minute interview without smearing themselves with their own bodily excretions wound up in this fucking movie. Yeah. And th so, yeah, that's that's how they get their start is she originally came out with a like how to cure your kids autism diet. But then the Austin, uh, the Texas Observer published a long article called Autism Inc. Uh, in 2013, where they pointed out that Andrew Wakefield registered a company called the Autism File Global in Texas, listing Tommy as a fellow manager in June 2011. Wow. Ah. Yeah, that's on one of the things that we'll put <laughs> yeah, in the show. There will be a lot of notes in the PA Torres Law. Bring it, you baby killing <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. What? So, yeah, she's talking funny things about well, her and, appearance. No, she, she's saying, like, basically, when we first meet her, she's saying, like, well, I was just like any other parent, and I, you know, responded intelligently and got my kids vaccinated. And, and she even says at one point, you know, my mom called me up and told me to stop doing it, and she's a homeopathic hippie. Read, she's as stupid as possible while still able to put articles of clothing <laughs> on the right body parts. But according to this movie... What this lady should have done is ignored all of medical science and listened to her artist, hippie, homeopathic mom. Yeah. And she, that's literally the story she tells. She was like, well, and I thought, man, I better listen to doctors. What a right. fool yes, I was. Yes, exactly. If only I had it to do over again, new parents with fucking vulnerable children. Parents, I, I love babies. So now I'm an authority on them. <laughs> this is not how this works. Yeah, parents, exactly. Don't, don't don't buy into that. Buy into the whole like it's and, and this is a line that I hear all the time. Doctors don't know everything. Doctors might not know everything, but you know who really doesn't know everything? A mommy blogger who thought they learned how to heal you with two weeks of classes on fucking essential oils. Right. That's, that's just fact. Well, that's just the thing. It's like they don't know everything. So therefore, everyone's knowledge is equal. It, no, there's more and right. less that, you know, it's not just everything and then nothing. I'm thinking of a number between one and a million. If you can't guess what it is, I also have a doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, hippie homeopathic grandma actually ends up being the good guy in her little story, like <laughs> wrangling rainbows. No, I'll take your advice. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> right. Great. So weird. And then we get to meet our first doctor from the doctors. That's Jim Sears, who looks like Mel Gibson is allergic to something. Yeah, who has since written a book about spacing out vaccines. Mm -hmm. He looks like Peyton Manning evolved just a little well, bit. And, more. and here's the thing. They present him as, oh, I'm just a pediatrician who comes to this cold knowing nothing about this vaccine controversy except what I was told by the CDC. I bet you can't convince me. Right. And and not as a guy who's been featured on a blog on scienceblogs.com as run, don't walk away from these <laughs> right. doctors. It looks like you should be arguing with Guy Fieri about what medium rare means <laughs> and then buying his son's love every other weekend. <laughs> right. Right. But he he is the setup to the eventual payoff we'll have in this movie where he's basically like, look, I'm a doctor. I went to doctor school. Nothing could ever convince me to be anti-vax. Yeah. 
Like, and, and it, it's just, I don't know. I don't even understand how they can get away with it. No, I understand exactly how they can get away with this. They made this, this movie for a specific audience. And this audience is, is already in love with these people. Right. Yeah, this is listed under confirmation bias category. It, well, exactly. And that's the thing. What this movie is here for, and the reason why they keep showing the CNN clips and shit like that, this is move, a movie for the, for the anti-vax nuts that are starting to lose the faith. You know, trying to show them, no, 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 no. Calm down, guys. Calm down. We're still right. Here's how you argue with those people. Yeah. And, and okay, so then we go back to uh, British Ann Coulter or whatever, where she's talking about her baby's autism. And look, you know, f- discovering that your baby has autism, I can only imagine how difficult that is for you. You know, that your job as a parent kind of changed from your expectations. Your expectations for your child changed a lot. It's going to be much more difficult. You're going to have to learn a lot of new shit. I understand that that's got to be super painful. And, and And they make us go through that several times in this movie. And it's just like, okay, regardless of what causes autism, this is true. This is not bolstering your point. This is just emotionally manipulating your audience. That's the only purpose it serves. Right. And this is where I I want to point out again that every opinion in this movie is, well, you know, when my kid got autism, they turned from my bright, beautiful little baby into a robot made of <laughs> suffering to just destroy this family brick by brick. And it's like, dude, your kid's fucking fine. They're differently abled, but right. they're fucking fine. You're still a goddamn parent. And one of the things that's hardest, because we have a ton of listeners who are on the spectrum or some who are even diagnosed with autism at, at a fairly severe level. One of the hardest things about being autistic is the stigma of being right. broken. And one of the hardest things to watch about this movie was watching these real human beings with thoughts and feelings and the ability yeah. to be productive and have happy lives, have their mothers sit next to them and be like, and just to know he'd never have a happy life. And it's like, fuck you. You're kid could have a happy life if you weren't so fixated on you and the way you were experiencing this you could be a decent parent and you could create a happy life for your child who happens to be differently abled and have a different way of interacting with the world you blown you fucking come to life fucked all of a human being you chill piece of shit i hope you get eaten to death by photographs i hope you get raped by <laughs> well, photographs and, and give me a song from nickelback <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go the, the worst thing that's happening to these children isn't the autism it's the shitty parents yes and it, uh, also it, this and this is such horseshit the fucking british mom going like and then my it, it, because look we, we need to be upfront about this that there are side effects to vaccines and some of them are pretty bad none of them are autism they're they're you know the bad ones are extremely rare the benefits of vaccines are way way you know way way outweigh them but there are actual reactions that you can have to a vaccine you can get a fever you could have a seizure all this stuff so they keep like pointing that out and then saying and then the kid was autistic only nine months later the seizures, and this is this is worth pointing out when they happen. Some like you can have like your the your body is supposed to have an immune reaction, an immune system reaction to a vaccine, and that's because you're building immunity. Yeah, that's the whole to point the, to the viruses. So you can get a, a low grade fever to it. Now, some children who are prone to febrile seizures, they only find out that they're going to have those febrile seizures when they get that vaccine, and you get that febrile seizure when you get a fever. But this is not that vaccine. Vaccines cause 
seizures is that this child was prone to was was you know somebody that's going to get febrile seizures if they have fevers so this is uh like it's it's a it's not just cause and effect it's cause effect effects cause like there's mm-hmm. there are a few things going on here and people just see vaccines are evil like it's not like the death knell that people think it is like vaccines are still safe and effective and don't cause anything more than uh than, than a swollen arm for most people Right. Well, and then, of course, the, the, the British mom is standing there going, and no one ever told me vaccines had any side effects. I'm like, well, where the fuck were you in fucking junior high? Yeah. Followed by a picture of the thing <laughs> right, they give exactly. you before they give you a side effect, listing yes. the side effect. Oh, yeah. Literally, a fo- they cut to a photo <laughs> of the thing your doctor hands you and goes, here, you, you know, this, this got all the side effects listed on it. This is what we have to do with drugs. And she's like, that's right. No one ever told <laughs> they just me. Wrote it on a I'm piece of paper and handed it to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're bad at reading. Yeah. iTunes never told me about the cookies. Also, they forgot to mention the list of side effects for measles, mumps, and rubella. I feel <laughs> right. like that's relevant. Potential the, encephalopathy, death. Yeah, miscarriage, yeah. going deaf, um, also infecting your entire town with measles, mumps, and rubella. <laughs> that's I'm pretty a big sure. One. <laughs> uh, uh, these are things that they don't talk about. But remember, it's a harmless childhood disease. Yeah, so. right. And also, okay, so we get another one of these montages of the kids, how horrible autistic kids are or whatever, like the fucking rampaging uncivilized animals that they are. And I thought to myself, this is basically the same as like if you were doing a documentary about neurotypical kids, but every time you showed one, he'd be like bitching at his mom or wrecking the car or throwing eggs at the neighbor's house as though that's all kids do. Isn't that all kids do? That's why I have dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And then we cut to yet another mom who's going to talk about how she used to have a beautiful boy, but now he's autistic. She starts off. She says, my oldest son was born normal. And I wrote, you mean vaginally? Because otherwise you're being an asshole. That's offensive. (laughs) uh, He was normal and now he's shitty. What? (laughs) What? It's it's neurotypical Uh, and neurodivergent, right? (laughs) You're supposed to. Okay, exactly. By the way, we should point out that this nurse, A, she's not a doctor, like doctor, nurse. I know they're both medicine words, but she went to night school, guys. She's one step above a pharmacist. And she fucking, she's the head of the quote unquote thinking mom's revolution. Oh, Super ironic. They have called me yeah, a exactly. fake scientist for the record. Oh, I didn't know you were a oh, fake good. scientist. Well, it's a good thing. They- I, I don't even fake orgasms. Never mind and she explains that seven days after the vaccine, her son turned back into a zygote or whatever the fuck it is she thinks. That- and don't you love how it switched now from, oh, the day of the vaccine to seven days after. Later on, it's going to be a couple of months after, yeah. as though this is all the same identical story uh, over and over again. Ten minutes later, he's watching Wapner. Right, okay. That's not how Here's the sad thing is, is that they do that. They do the, like, if it happened months later, they'll sometimes blame the vaccine. Yeah. If you look at VAERS, the vaccine injury uh, reporting system they will look they'll they can blame anything up to i believe six months after you've been vaccinated on a vaccine how insane is that yeah a year and a half later my car crashed coincidence i think (laughs) not it's i I thank thanks obama Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah and now it's back to medicine hitler so that Wakefield can introduce a sad vaccine cartoon about the history of mmr Oh, he looks like he scalped a 1920s businessman. (laughs) 
Jesus fucking Christ. He looks like a rejected audition for Mo in the reboot of the Three Stooges. <laughs> he looks like you took the he looks like you took the face of a fat man and like scalped it and put it onto the face of a skinnier man. <laughs> yeah. So we we watch this little cartoon where he explains that they there was a vaccine that caused meningitis and then they gave it to the Brits and it caused meningitis as well and then it snuck to Brazil where it had more meningitis and here I don't know if it's true, but I will say the only source I could find that agreed with this was literally from David Icke. Oh, my God. Literally from David Icke. That was the only thing. I Googled this, and I didn't find the fucking CDC or anything or Wikipedia or some vetted source. I found CureZone.org, and the source was David motherfucking lizard people Ike. There's a it reason on, they share cruises together. It was together. also on Whale 2, which anytime I see oh, it on well. Whale 2, that's just automatic <laughs> bullshit. Like, if someone cites Whale 2, I'm like, bye. Yeah. Adios, Felicia. It's just, no. Yeah, no. nothing on Google about British people with torches and pitchforks storming the castle of the National Health <laughs> Service in 1988. Saw. Or uh, <laughs> Spy vs. Spy taking the poison to Brazil and killing a bunch of kids there. Either. No, didn't see any of that. Hey, look, no, guys, I saw a very legitimate cartoon introduced by a former doctor that showed that evil vaccines cause meningitis to cartoon kids with oral thermometers all over the world. And But here's the thing, is that like the story is unverifiable or whatever, but even if it's not, what he's saying is, once there was a bad vaccine, so why not this one too? And that's, that's the closest he ever gets to the, to, to a, an actual claim with this. So now we're, we're back to um, you know, the, yet another mother talking about her fucking kid getting a a vaccine and then having autism, you know, it, as though mm, maybe autism isn't always apparent at birth. But no, of course, she blames an international cabal of medical Caligula's conspiring against her child's social development. You know, I, I, and the sound fucking thing is you can't help but be crazy sympathetic to these parents. You know, it's hard to go through. They want somebody to blame. Here comes a fucking guy who knows all the doctor words and says he's got someone to blame. You know, I, I get the appeal of this, yeah. which is what makes it so fucking sinister. Yes, I mean, it's really hard to look at your own DNA as like as the cause of this. Um, and it's it's but it's more upsetting is that they're calling autism a tragedy. Like, I don't know how severe like their son's cases like they're describing in here. But like they they keep calling autism a death sentence. And like they're you know, they're. The child in in this case they're talking about like they they might need certain types of therapy and extra help but you know what he won't need an iron lung. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> and yet the parents are like, look at this useless fucker. Now we can't even prop a door open with him. I, we, we wanted a kid that was going to take care <laughs> of us in our old age or something. Yeah, it is so fucking hard to watch that. Not only are these parents being taken advantage of, but then they're being used as a prop to sell causes of death from the 18th century. Like, I want to see how much footage there is of their child, you know, of the children that are in this that are autistic, of them just, you know, sitting down and having lunch and <laughs> behaving normally and giving their parents hugs. Like, because most of the time it's not this um, this horrible screaming, you know, having misbehaving moments like and that's not the case for most people who are uh, who are defined as autistic uh, by, by our current definition. Like when they say that the cases are going up, like, yeah, it's because we've changed the definition. So when I when I, mm -hmm. I see them showing these more extreme cases, it's like, yeah, those cases are not going up. But they're also showing the worst moments of it. And I, I hate that they're using these children as props. It's yeah. just, it's morally repugnant. Yeah, it is so fucking disgusting. 
And and now we get back to sort of the timeline of the Andrew Wakefield study, um, where basically they're saying, hey, you know, if it hadn't been for Andrew Wakefield, we'd never have pissed away all these tax dollars following this false and fraudulently placed lead. And I'm writing in my notes at this point. I'm like, funny how they haven't mentioned that Wakefield was uh, in on a patent for a competing vaccine yet. I bet they're saving that for the reveal. Right. And and their excuse here is like, well, you know, the CDC only studies what's <laughs> hip and cool. And I wanted them to fucking cut to the CDC wearing a backwards baseball cap and riding around on hoverboards just like, whoa, doodly doo. Oh, Jesus. Again, this the point that they're making at this point in the movie is genuinely, if it weren't for the heroic lying of Andrew Wakefield, nobody would know about the lie we're telling yeah, you right, now. Right. And, and 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 what they're basically saying here is or what they're revealing here is that Andrew Wakefield did this shit fucking study where he had like crazy conflicts of interest that he didn't disclose or whatever. And then the CDC spent a shit ton of money following up on this. You know, they like once they saw what he had said, the CDC is like, well, fuck, we better spend a ton of taxpayer money that would otherwise go towards real diseases or real medical maladies on this fucking study. And the whole goddamn movie is going to be like from this point on demonizing the CDC for not agreeing with Andrew Wakefield's findings. It's, well, the, yeah. the worst thing is his, his response to the CDC. It didn't even make sense because he, he says in the movie. I didn't I didn't demonize vaccines. All I was saying was that we should do single shots for measles, mumps and rubella instead of the triple shot. Bullshit, asshole. You right. know what you were saying. If, if he thought that the problem was with the vaccine adjuvants or with thimerosal, one vaccine is a better option than three because the child would receive fewer adjuvants with three and one as opposed to separate shots. Good point. Now, the reason why, as you said earlier, uh, that, that, vac- that Wakefield wanted a single shot is in the first place that he's omitting in this film. He was on the payroll of a firm that was suing the manufacturers of the, of the MMR and he was making his own un proven at that point measles shot it's always about the money and it still is because he launched this entire industry yeah yeah they're going after the cdc constantly in this movie and they keep showing this locker where they like there's like secret bad evidence why would why would the cdc have a locker of incriminating evidence anywhere (laughs) (laughs) have they heard about computers or just don't have that. Don't save that stuff. If you have an Illuminati conspiracy going on, just, you know, get rid of all the paperwork after. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now, now we cut to spinning newspaper shots like they just got pictures of Spider-Man, but they're actually the newspapers about this wait, silly wait, little this, frog the CDC thing. CDC has and pictures of, uh, of Spider-Man? How did you find out? <laughs> I thought those were in the locker. Yeah. Damn it. I need these. Yeah, but instead, Those newspapers are actually about the time we caught Andrew Wakefield being a fraud and he didn't get to call himself a doctor anymore. And they they don't even mention it. They just like spin them onto screen like like it was a screensaver that got left (laughs) into the goddamn movie. So we can be introduced to Mark Blacksill, who has no fucking scientific credentials. He's associated with safe minds and he's entirely full of shit. He looks like Dietrich Bader, the cornhole guy from The Office. Grandfather got his nose broken for lying about vaccines and killing people's babies. He's maybe maybe he makes baby coffins. I don't. I, I just these I'm hearing these are these are Skeptic. things I'm hearing. We're just asking questions. Saying it. I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying I'm hearing it. And his arguments basically: I have a daughter. She got a vaccine. She got autism. 
the SoCart experts told us it was genetic, but actually I, who have no training, figured out it was crop dusting, pipe stripping water <laughs> vaccines. It's, and I'm amazed that they went right over to like to, to everything except vaccines. Like they went over to GMOs and toxins and pesticides. I'm like, wait, what? Were you just saying it was the vaccines? Like, but four I feel like a lot ago? of the people that they that they got for this movie were the kind of people where it's just like the clock is ticking before this person starts bitching about GMOs. You know, like, oh, yeah. okay, we're hopefully we can get 90 seconds before she goes off on GMOs and just general toxins. So she'll probably talk about some vaccines in there at some fucking point. Yeah. Also, I, I just want to throw this out. How much money do you think this fucking movie spent on evil looking shots of syringes? Right. We see one as a rocket taking off or dripping acid or whatever. And I'm like, even if you're right, syringes are not the enemy. Oh, yeah. There's You'd like still it's like turkey basters with like poison green stuff in there. It's <laughs> right. over the top. You know, what's interesting is there are parents who will now skip the vitamin K shot that oh. they give to newborns to prevent bleeding disorders because they're sure if it's given in an in injection for them, they just don't want it for their kids. And there have been children who have almost ble- uh, had bleeds in their brains to the point of death uh, because these parents are just so scared of injections and they've been told by these bullshit websites don't get the vitamin k shot and i it's i i have so much just anger and the worst one of the worst things that was said in this little segment like they start the segment with saying nobody's career has been advanced by taking by taking on the vaccine industry Bullshit. All of the assholes in this film have a career from doing exactly mm-hmm. that. They have a whole, they have a whole anti-vax slash fake autism cure industry now. And it started from, from Andrew Wakefield's bullshit and his claim it couldn't be genetic. Well, researchers within the last year or so pinpointed the, the sequence of genes that cause autism. But if they admit that, if they finally uh, just go with that, if they accept the evidence, the real peer-reviewed, tested over and over again evidence, their whole industry crumbles and they don't get to sell any books or magazines with those, you know, bits of drops of mercury and syringes on the cover anymore. And who will keep the syringe industry in in business? Definitely not the, the, uh, the vaccine people. Well, I got to say, too, it's it's like they're saying in this movie, like, there's no financial interest in making saying this thing that you just paid four ninety nine to rent. It's not like anyone would ever pay <laughs> to right. hear this. Oh. And, and to make it even more obvious, literally the next scene is. And then we got yeah, on TV. Right, and started a magazine <laughs> and got two hundred and fifty thousand emails, which broke the Internet worldwide. I didn't get shit from Skittles, but I'm saying <laughs> maybe don't point out you had nothing to gain and then talk about how much attention you got and the TV spot right. you earned. Well, and again, this is this is like you're you're using your own stupidity to justify your own stupidity. They're like, I talked to a friend of mine who goes to a nutritionist who tells him how to cure autism with fucking diet or whatever. But one of my clients was a TV producer and I got him to talk about this on TV. And then they used the fact that it was on TV as a justification for how legitimate it is. And people are sure if it's on TV, they couldn't have gotten on TV if it wasn't reputable. Like, it's, that's not how that works. A lot of bullshit lands on television. Look at Fox News. Right, right. Look at the doctors. Look at Dr. Oz. Look at virtually everything you would ever learn about medicine through television. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's so, it's, there, there's nothing holding them accountable for saying stupid bullshit. I mean, 
for fuck's sake, look at Jerry Springer. Like it's those, those look at every reality show ever. The fights are faked. The you know the competitions right. are faked. So mm. like anything you see on TV yeah. can be faked and can be lied. It's all production value. Medical TV is like if all cooking shows told you not to cook meat. <laughs> right. It's just like here on the Barefoot Contessa. Now, listen, that if you cook your meat, it's going to give you the jibbles. OK, so don't do it. Don't fucking that, do it. That Look, I'm eating this food. I'm fine. And <laughs> so now we get back around to, to Mexican John Lovitz. Now, if, if you recall, he's the one who got the the damaging data from the so-called whistleblower. Now, Obviously, the data didn't show what they wanted it to show because where we start with it, with this is he's, go, he's going like, well, once I got the data, I came up with my own method of analyzing data because descriptive, exploratory, inferential, predictive, causal, and mechanistic didn't give me the answer I wanted. So I came up with a whole new way where I threw darts and shit. I think he throws shit. Not, not, not shit and darts. Yeah, exactly. And, and I called the one guy I knew would agree with me. And then they literally cut to Andrew being like, me? Really? <laughs> with the, with the lying? I mean, I, people won't trust me to read them a grocery list. Um, okay. Special. And then he starts quoting Eli describing his browsing history. He goes, first I looked at males, then at females, then I took a long look at young black males. <laughs> And it took way longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, but 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 then, like I was just about to say, you know, this movie is clearly full of shit. But then they show a graph with lines and numbers. So never yeah. mind, guys, we're wrong. And they explain how to look at a graph. <laughs> yes. wrong. They literally teach you the wrong way. Listen, when my cousin was born, I made her mother insane by holding up apples and going orange, orange. <laughs> That's what this part of the movie is. All right. The way that I almost got punched in the throat by my cousin Becca is how this movie demonstrates how to read a graph. Oh, you got to do that. If you got baby cousins, you got to start doing that. It's killer. Their parents lose their minds. They were, they were so it's also less damaging than everything that happens in the right. There's That's so true. many things wrong with this. Like when he's talking about like they jump around to three different sets of data and mm -hmm. eventually they get to a graph showing the autism diagnosis at certain age versus MMR uh, uh, vaccine uh, showing, aha, this must cause autism. No, that's not how it works. The data is barely statistically significant. And part of the reason that we saw a difference, and this is from what I read from uh, from Thompson's uh, personal statement and from part of what he'd said in interviews, is that they required vaccinations for special needs uh, children uh, in, in for, to attend their special needs preschools. Uh, they drilled down into this the CDC, and that was why they omitted the data. And they said, okay, it's not uh, it's it's not the the vaccines that are causing us. They got the vaccines after uh, they went after they were diagnosed. So that's part of the reason why they you know use different sets of data. So this guy is like, I'm going to screw with the data and I'm going to find ways that I can make it look uh, look significant. Uh, so obviously the CDC are a bunch of lying monsters who want to make sure that your kids are damaged and broken. The people who made this movie describe the relationship between data and autism the way I answer the question, is it big? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, I mean, a big, well, it, such a... Well, well, it might hurt if you squeeze tight. Um. <laughs> are you measuring from three inches inside my body? Because that's are where your it begins. I don't know if you know that. Time? We have different variables. I'm almost and average. 
<laughs> it depends. It's how big is the butt plug you're using? Um, uh, also, do you like tentacles. Uh, how many condoms am like I allowed to wear in this scenario? <laughs> Can I use an extender? Have we have we used a pussy pump first? I'm sorry. I just I'm 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 going to hell, and you're all coming with me. <laughs> And now we get one of cinema's oddest title screens. Just right in the middle of this conversation, it suddenly comes up and it goes, the African-American effect. And I was so sure we were going to get hip hop. I was so sure that was going to end with a hip hop beat. I would have put all the money I have on it. Luckily, there was no one there to take the bet because it didn't. Just like all the other music in this movie, it was all. Dun, dun. Uh, and we, we actually should point out just for the nature of people who want to understand why it is they're slamming the African-American quote-unquote effect so hard. It's because Wakefield and his cronies have shifted to preying on the African-American community, especially the nation of Islam, with the zeitgeist of like vaccines or the yes. new Tuskegee oh, experiment. Yeah. So like that is why this section of the movie exists. It is to it's to cater to a specifically paranoid group of African-Americans in this country who, rightfully so, don't trust white people. We're just giving them a new fake yeah. reason right. not to yeah. trust No, it's them. like sickle cell anemia is caused by police bullets. So just watch <laughs> out what you do. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this is this is kind of sad. I wrote uh, I wrote an article on vaccines a while ago that was supposed to be uh, for a, a conservative outlet, and I ended up pulling it because they tried to make it look like uh, like the the biggest vaccine skeptics were black Islamic people, and I'm like, no, no, no. The biggest vaccine skeptics in this country, the biggest group by far, percentage wise, are white upper middle class ladies. And I hadn't written a thing about you know black or Islamic people in there. They took a quote of mine out of co the editors took a quote of mine out of context to make it sound like it was black people that were anti-vax. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be publishing here anymore. Uh, I, I learned my lesson. This is not my home for my writing. But the revisionist history that this mother, uh, this, this African-American mother is giving is that she sent something was off. Uh, not to, you know, mom blame here, but if you're so good at detecting non-existent danger, why did you let the kid get the shot in the first place? Just right. And this is one of the worst moments of – there were. there's been several of these. But this the, – when they have this this black mother sitting there with her autistic son right next to him talking and just crying about how terrible a, a person, broken person he is, this was the moment I feel like I came closest to breaking something expensive. <laughs> I could yeah, not so. fucking handle yeah. – like I literally had to keep walking away from this fucking scene because they've just got this poor mom. And, and here's the really insidious thing that kind of gets overlooked a lot of times that, okay <sighs> – the parents are now also blaming themselves for letting their kid get vaccinated. Yeah. You know, and we see that right. in full fucking color on this poor woman's face where she's standing there and she's like, I can't believe I let my son get vaccinated when I, I should have known because my mother instinct should have kicked in. Yeah. And it, it's really this. This was the hardest part of the movie for me. This this was the scene that I was talking about. The kid is sitting there next to her watching Blue's Clues, which means he understands mm -hmm. language. And she's talking about how, oh, my daughter's fluent in three languages. She's an A student and she can smell a man three months into the future. <laughs> this piece of shit might as well just be a sack full of organs. And it's like your fucking kid can hear you. And this crying line to everyone who did this to her should get fucked to death by Apple geniuses. <sighs> the people who lied to her should get run over by a thresher covered in salt. I would accept the happening happening in real life if it started an Andrew Wakefield's <laughs> home. <laughs> 
it's disgusting, and I don't think anything has ever driven home how disgusting it is to me as as much as this scene where she's going like, you know, and they said he was autistic, and I said, what, like Rain Man? Because I was wondering how many toothpicks were in there. Uh, no, not like Rain Man at all. That's a terrible depiction of autistic. That's like yeah. saying avian flu, uh, like Mickey Rooney, just like that. Like, really? No, not what it's like. And also the mom's just saying over and over again, my son will never be happy. And he's very clearly happy. Like he's very clearly. He's, he's, he's sitting next to you. the being, fuck out look. of Blue's Clues over there. Don't don't black people love to tell people in movies to look behind them? He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I need to put Andrew Wakefield's picture on something and then punch it until my knuckles bleed. So we're going to pause for a quick break. But before we do, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Andrew Wakefield get fucked to death by a gang of herpetic Kodiak bears? Will his eyes be ripped out of his skull so that it can be filled with agitated hornets? Will his intestines be roasted and fed to him? Only in my erotic novels. But stick around anyway for the homicidally negligent conclusion of Vaxxed. All right, Yvette, thanks again uh, for, for coming back and doing this again. Heath and I are going to just run and grab our mics. We'll be right back. Yvette. Yes? Eli, behave well, while just, we're going. I'm just saying hi to Yvette. It's, it's, fi- it's fine. I'm sure okay. it'll be fine. Okay, well, we'll be back in one minute. So I have a science question. Oh, oh God. No, which uh, you're the side, babe. I have a science question. Eli, Eli, no, we discussed this. No, I'm, so, I'm okay. It's fine. You know, I thought you were an educator. I had a question for my friend Yvette about science. I want to learn. Want to be a better person. Trying to figure someone with a master's degree who speaks all over the world would be willing to help. But I guess I was wrong. Uh, so okay, okay, fine. What's your question? Where is the borgina? I hate you. Is it? Is it on the leg? I've seen people point at their legs. I I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and now that my blood pressure has finally returned to triple digits, we can get back to the breakdown. And we're going to start off with a uh, with a Canadian PSA, like a Sesame Street PSA about how safe vaccines are. Now, keep in mind. This comes immediately after this poor mother completely breaking down about what a useless autistic child she has. Then we go straight into like telling four year olds, no, no, it's okay. Not sure what they were shooting for here. It really felt like some more of my guerrilla post production. Yeah, it's just like, can you believe they tell children this? I, I guess that's what they're going for. As though the for. kids are going to show up for the vaccines themselves, like hop in. Hey, my mom and dad saw through your lies, but a hip-hop kid on Sesame Street told me this was, oh, no, I can count things well, guys, quickly. Guys, <laughs> even Elmo is in on it. It must be a conspiracy. <laughs> he was tickled into What's autism. for the population into autistics? <laughs> And and now this movie is going to try to start to make its case because apparently this m- movie was attempting to make a case. And the case is, did the CDC commit fraud? Right. And notice that they phrased that as a question. You know, I'm sure their attorneys were like, no, 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 no. But if you put a question mark there, all of a sudden it's OK. It's uh, yeah, deniable sure. culpability or some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking to my lawyer about at seven. So <laughs> it, we we start off with exhibit number one, deviation from analysis plan. Now, this is obviously designed for people who don't know science from a fucking hole in the ground, because he's like, he starts off like, if you deviate from the analysis plan, you're committing scientific fraud. 
And if there's one thing Andrew Wakefield knows, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> but 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 the point is, it's like <laughs> this very much depends on why you change the analysis plan. That's not like just a blanket. Oh, well, then now it's fraudulent kind of a statement. There, there was just so much wrong with this section. It, it was crazy. Uh, do you, sh- shall I rant? Oh, but, by all, all right, means. So, by oh, all means. I mean, holy fuck, this section uh, made my brain hurt. So here goes, because I've actually been a working scientist in a, G, uh, in a GLP lab, which means good laboratory practices. And those uh, those practices are, are very heavily um, uh, monitored and regulated by the government. So, yes, you can deviate from an initial plan. It happens all the time, uh, even in GMP and GLP studies. You just have to very carefully record why and when and what you were like. You have to record down to like when you took your right. fucking gloves off and who took a shit in which toilet and write down the fucking details. Uh, taking data from the most accurate source is normal. Like they were complaining that like in this study, they chose to take uh, um, what was it? Um, they, they chose to take the racial data from school records as opposed to birth certificate data. Now, these children had moved and might not have had copies of their birth certificate. And so the school data might have been more accurate. So that deviated from the test, from the initial test plan. Oh, no. Like one thing that they'll accuse studies of sometimes is p-hacking so that they get the data to look like they want it to look. This was not that. This was getting, mm-hmm. uh, making sure they had the most accurate data, which is, which is fine. It happens in studies frequently and it's just to make sure you have the best data not to make it look like you want it to look so then in this section they get nobel guy a guy who won a nobel uh, prize to say that there's a vaccine autism link look the guy did wonderful work as a virologist he was the one who studied and isolated the uh, the hiv virus that causes aids this doesn't mean that he was more than last in his med school class when it came to genetics or epidemiology uh, studies it's also sad that he's picking and choosing which conspiracies he believes because there are conspiracies all over the fucking place that the cdc invented the aids virus or that they're hiding a cure for aids and of course he would say that's nonsense but this but this one he's done none of the research on personally he'll but he buys into that good aids researcher but a total asshole when it comes to autism yeah and that's that's Luke Monta- Montagnier, and he looks like Andy Rooney dressed up for putting on the Ritz. <laughs> and, and, and we should point out that he's a scientist, again, like Yvette said, who helped a tremendous amount with the uh, categorizing the AIDS virus, who then went on to create a homeopathy cure for viruses. Well, right, this is not right. someone who sits at the grown-up table anymore. He's the Nobel Prize's second biggest embarrassment, and he looks like he should be explaining why he turned Jason Bourne into a super soldier. But I did want to clear up one thing. <laughs> Uh, that from a scientific point of view, because uh, the character, uh, Mexican John Lovitz, very clearly says that that the this uh, CDC whistleblower was the his words numbers guy. Now, that is a real designation, right? When you do science, somebody has to be the numbers yeah. guy, like the banker there, in Monopoly. There are like data scientists, <laughs> but most of the time the person and I mean, this could be lab to lab. A lot of times the person who does uh, the study, and, and this was, at, I worked at three different labs. Uh, I always crunched my own numbers, uh, but you'd also have a secondary and sometimes a third and fourth scientist looking over your your numbers and your data. And sometimes the data was looked over by somebody who wasn't even in the same building as you to make sure your numbers were right. So it's that was a drastic oversimplification. Yeah, it struck me as this, which, well, I mean, like down to their actual, the data that they show, because they show this graph after fucking Andy Rooney gets done talking 
which according to the, the to the growth rate on this graph, by the time this movie came out, all of Japan would be autistic. It's, and, oh, it's funny because we get to eventually Stephanie Setoff, and I think we're going to discuss her later. And she's the one that gave those numbers, and she's a fucking piece of work. And then we get to meet Dan Weldon, doctor, congressman, who looks like the janitor from Scrubs decided to mess with JD by bringing back <laughs> measles. Oh, it's- and, and he's literally just there to say that the CDC is biased in favor of drugs. Like that, that his <laughs> argument seems to be just like, oh man, they can't get enough drugs. They're just throwing them through oh, the CDC. You kidding? They put out a new kind of aspirin every week. It, it could not be less scientific or true. Okay. And also look, it, it, we gotta, we gotta mention this at least. If big pharma was in it for the money, wouldn't they rather be selling treatments for measles, mumps, and rubella? I mean, oh, yeah. like vaccinating against diseases, even if you have the most terrible fucking imaginable motives, is still the less lucrative thing, right? Oh, yeah. An iron lung, all the treatments for polio, get, keeping somebody alive after they get polio <laughs> is way more profitable for big pharma than a, a, the vaccine for polio. It's not even close. So all the arguments that polio or that all, that vaccines are a boon for the vaccine or for the for pharmaceutical industry are just bunk. All you have to do is look up the numbers and compared to right. compared to a boner pill, a, a statin, a <laughs> A, um, the, the, a happy pill, they don't make anywhere near as much money because you have to take uh, those pills every day or however often you guys get laid. Um, but it's not even uh, like it's it's not <laughs> even close. Like a blockbuster drug is not a vaccine. It's it's anything that uh, gets your blood pressure down or gets your uh, or gets your dick hard like this is it's just ridiculous yeah something that you have to take more than three times in your life yeah and i hope you're taking boner pills more than three times in your life if you need them i'm just saying <laughs> I, i'm looking out for your dick speak for yourself I'm, speak for I'm yourself i'm looking out for your dicks guys i i really am okay and then we're not to the Brandy only Vaughn. person looking out for my dick and having trouble um so the uh it, but but yeah but in this stupid fucking movie we've got this idiot Standing in front of the camera going like, yeah, that CDC, they want to give you vaccinations all the way into your adulthood. They It's like they want to vaccinate away all the diseases, those, those inhuman monsters. This is where we meet Brandy Vaughn, who's like, uh, who's famously a piece of shit, by the way. Like, this is not, you know, th this is a cavalcade of pieces of <laughs> shit, but her and, and Andy Wakefield are going to have, like, contests for who the demons can get to first when they finally make it down to hell. Because she's a former Merck sales rep oh and also the founder of the Council for Vaccine Safety, who, by the way, just like, to give you an example, this is a place who literally does their absolute best to sound like a government agency. But when you go to their actual website, their catchphrase on their website is, quote, real health doesn't come from a pill or a shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she looks like she should star in a pharma shill and grace. Oh my God, <laughs> she's horrible. Like it's, and it, we have to, we have to acknowledge this. Yes, Vioxx was a disaster. And there were people in the room, like, who, who objected to Vioxx going on the market. Uh, so like, let's admit, yes, occasionally bad drugs go out despite all of the safeguards we have in place. And then they're taken off the market, but she tells a zillion lies about vaccines. Um, let's see, like one of the things she says is that there are, is that they're not, uh, tested as thoroughly and they're not monitored as, as thoroughly. They go through, they mm -hmm. go through the same 
uh, safety testing. They go through phase, you know, preclinical uh, and then uh, phase one through three trials. And then uh, and then what we call they go through the vaccine safety data link. I had an interview with Paul Offit for an article I wrote a while ago, and he talked to me about the vaccine safety data link. So we monitor, unlike drugs, uh, they and I mean, drugs are monitored after they're on the market. But there's a much stricter monitoring that happens for vaccines after they're on the market called the Vaccine Safety Data Link to see what if there are any other side effects that happen. So vaccines have continuous monitoring for a while after they're on the market. So she's just telling blatant, bold-faced lies about this to parents. And it's because she has a financial interest because she has a company about this. It, right. Well, and then on top of that, and they and they get come back to this, like several people come back to this over and over again. They say, well, they don't do, you know, large scale, double blind, randomized control, double placebo. Uh, and, 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 and I'm thinking like to the extent that they're talking about this, they're saying, well, they don't like give kids fake vaccines and, and, and for, <laughs> for dozens of years and see how much rubella they get. Yeah, what they do is for safety testing, they'll do uh, for some kids, they'll do a shot of, of uh, saline. For some, they'll do a shot with just the adjuvants. And for some kids, they'll do the shot of the full vaccine to see what the reactions are. And the problem with uh, with people seeing if vaccines work is they have to like basically if a vaccine works, nothing happens. So so one of the things they're testing for is it does literally nothing happen. Is this safe? Do you get any side effects? So that's one of the hardest part about this. But that's why we have the vaccine safety data link after you've done the phase three trials with, you know, three to 10,000 people, because after it goes into a population and tens of millions of people get it, you might see different side effects. So that's why we do have the safety data link. But there is no safety data link for, for boner pills or for or for statins or things like that. So there is an extra level of monitoring that she just leaves out. Well, okay, but 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 if if vaccines weren't evil, <laughs> why would they be making them with industrial equipment? They show this like mercury. it's supposed to be scary, I guess. They show this like modern lab producing vaccines like we're supposed to be there isn't that normal i mean like look how many would, of them. would a lady with a cauldron be more comforting to us like, <laughs> be scared that vaccines aren't made by oompa loompas I, no i want somebody to start chanting double double toil and trouble fire fucking burn and cauldron that's that's what i want for my vaccines Oh, yeah. Hells, yeah. You need some fucking eye of newt in there. Or it's just not going to work. So now we're back to young Scott Bale and the <laughs> Tina Fey wig um, where she almost like completely loses the legitimacy here because she's like, uh, when I look at autism, I don't look at it from a behavioral perspective. I prefer to just start sentences and kind of fumble around until you turn the camera off. Yeah, my notes here are, was it caused by chemtrails? Ghosts? Well, These are the questions Antonio Banderas in a wig wants to answer. This is where she starts going off on, well, it's just like the GMOs and the toxins. My stupid is multilingual, y'all. Okay, She says that Autism is the inability to detoxify uh, the way you need to. Stupid goddamn. Uh, how, like, how did we get from vaccines to toxins and pesticides and GMOs in a movie called GMOs? Vax? Right. I don't understand it. <laughs> right, and pesticides are different than GMOs. GMOs, the food part. That's the f- you eat the GMO, right? The pesticides is a separate thing that goes on like the outside. Well, Monsanto you don't wash an apple you. well enough. Separately. Might as well be a GMO. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're just they're crossing the woo Fucking. streams. Never cross the woo streams. It, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh, and this was also and, and and this one competed for like the hardest part of this movie to watch because this is where they're you know they're talking about all the toxins and the horrors and so they have to show you an autistic kid so you can feel terrible again. And this time they're showing that British uh, couple's kid who is he's a grown adult. He's like 19 years old or something like that. And the kid is clearly freaking out, but he's clearly freaking out because there's a camera in his bedroom and strangers following him around. Like he's very clearly freaking out, not because he's autistic, but because he's autistic and they're making a movie like using him as a prop. I, I've seen worse behavior right. on The Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> right. Look what the birth control he pill does. He wasn't raping himself in the ass for the fucking uh, for for getting his video game taken away for fuck's sake. But yeah, that was so painful to watch because they're like, oh, because this is where they're going. Like you know, oh, the autistic people are violent. You should fear them, or you know. And then they show this kid freaking out because they're making this movie. And then it literally that scene ends with her going, look, I have no other reason to talk about this. And then it literally flash cuts to her fucking magazine. <laughs> right. yeah. This would be like me being like, I have no reason to review this movie. And then Patreon.com appearing at this point in the YouTube video. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just drop an ad in right there. <laughs> and now it's time to drag MIT's good name through the mud via fucking <laughs> transvestite. Beethoven. This is proof that tenure is not always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and this is someone we should actually know because she's someone who's so stupid. Steve Novella has taken the time to point out what an asshole she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's but okay, yeah, so Native American Kathy Bates from Misery is explaining <laughs> to us that autism is new. Well, okay, first of all, and again, you don't have to put this in your movie. You weren't required to by law. You did this on purpose. Before she starts talking about this, they they have her saying, well, my education is in electrical engineering and computer science. Sounds like a vaccine expert to me. Yeah, and it's even worse. She dances with Ted Kennedy. She goes, yeah, PhD in computer science and electrical engineering from MIT. And then she says, literally, Exponential growth is really scary. What? Like, no context. She doesn't say which exponent. It's just a scary adding thing that I learned at MIT. You fucking kidding me? It's clearly her 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 background isn't in math, like yeah. or or yeah, logic. There's no math but in electrical. That was just. It was just. I'm going to throw out words that I think my followers don't know to scare them. She looks like she should be telling you a story about Buffalo and Wolf walking across the plane. <laughs> and that's probably would have gone better than her testimony in this movie. I have a BFA in drama. I'm surprised they didn't come to me. <laughs> well, okay, but here's the thing. She says in this little clip, she's like, by 2032, according to my numbers, 80% of males will be autistic. I'm like, that's a pretty good indicator that your data are fucked, right? I mean, like, why not go to 2034 when your data show 111% of people will be autistic? That's well, here's the other thing is that she released a paper last year saying that it was like glyphosate, the round the the active ingredient in Roundup. Mm -hmm. So why is she in a movie called Vax blaming it on the vaccines? Because last year it was the glyphosate. She's like, oh no no no, I got the wrong x, I got the wrong y axis. It's now this. Plugs right. Like, right back. She's in. A really. It's just this is just bad science entirely. It's like this. Shouldn't this make people who follow this at least like pause for a second and go, there's something fucked up with her 
her date. Axes are really I'm just scary. Saying, They're terrifying. <laughs> that's, that's the Y axes in Especially particular. Especially the Y. <laughs> I'm just saying. If Andrew Wakefield thinks that my cum and shit aren't poisonous, why doesn't he drink them on national television? <laughs> <laughs> Money where your mouth is, Andy. So, and, and then the movie basically comes up and says, vaccines, not just a problem for the Negroes anymore. Yeah, literally, oh. it's like, wait up. I wanted it to be like a record scratch. And I was like, wait up, white people. <laughs> this doesn't just affect black lives. And a bunch of moms in middle America are like, honey, rewind the movie. <laughs> honey, rewind the movie. This might be us. Apparently, oh. we do have to listen. And this is where we're going to talk about isolated autism. And all I could think about was, yeah, Andy, that's your natural hair color. We're all buying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when I need a source, I don't know about you guys, I go to an anti-vax YouTube channel, right? Like, isn't that where you go for all your event? I, I haven't published papers. You worked in a lab. You usually just looked for a YouTube channel that agreed with you, right? It's uh, absolutely. That's where all major scientific discoveries start. Even before YouTube was a thing, like, we started looking on on YouTube. Like that's that, that's totally where like we got. Uh, that, that's totally where we got cures, and and that's I'm sure that is where Bill Gates got everything that launched that that launched computers being like a thing today. Oh, it's yeah. just it's it's how we do our work. It's, it's and YouTube. what's so fucking crazy about this is. They intercut this footage of these parents who don't understand, which, again, is heartbreaking because you really do feel for these parents. They're just yeah. undereducated. But they intercut this with a doctor going, I mean, your experience isn't data. And then another mother being like, my child got vaccinated. He went blind. He lost his speech. He turned into a fox so and ran into the forest. <laughs> it's, I, dude, sign him up for the fucking X-Men. Well, like, that's, but, but, but literally, it's, though, it's, that's what this movie so doing it, it, is doing is, it, is it's presenting a bunch of clips of experts people with education saying no 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 this is wrong and then it's countering that with a bunch of people from youtube a bunch of parents that no no i just wanted one parent whose kid died of measles to flying tackle into the camera and just <laughs> <nails> <laughs> didn't happen and uh, uh, but they actually start at this point having little kids deliver their fucked up message Oh, uh, and and by the way, the kid, the thing the kid is saying is wrong. Your sister is not seven times more likely to ha get autism if she gets the shot. She's seven times more likely to be diagnosed because she went to the fucking doctor and doctors diagnose those things. Here, let me play. Chinese kids are a thousand times more likely to have a broken arm if they go to the doctor instead of staying home and covering it in paste and paper towels. <laughs> to goosh. This, like, watching the kids being used for this video. Video. It just reminds me of seeing every time a kid's at a political rally saying, I love Trump. Jesus for Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, you poor child. Yeah. Your parents have indoctrinated you. And that's what's happening here. It's just indoctrination. Yeah. Into this horrible it's cult. It's this kid swinging his little sister on the fucking swing saying, I really hope my parents don't vaccinate my 18-month-old sister. She'll be way easier to beat at wrestling if she has polio. Yeah. Really tough oh. to fucking watch. And then we move on to uh, exhibit two, a mission of data. Right. And this is where we learn that the best they could do for a credentialed person on their side is a crazy congressman from Indiana, from the Mike Pence state. 
Yeah, Dan Burton, who thinks Bolivia has a coast. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and by the way, probably did a whole bunch of illegal shit, like, and got away with it. So just while we're talking about fucking skeptical sources here, Dan Burton's just about as reliable as let me think of someone random. Andrew motherfucking Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Don't hold back. Oh, I hope they both get eaten by lizards. <laughs> If there was a dick lizard, a lizard that was a dick and started eating at your dick, I would wish it on both these gentlemen. <laughs> well, and, come and on. Dan Burton, we get this fucking footage of Dan Burton at, at, a, at a congressional hearing just slathering into a microphone. You know, who's going to take care of the tards, huh? <laughs> you going to take care of the people you broke? <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, it's so, it's, and then, like... What's his face? One of the uh, the the producers, sorry, the medical investigator, yeah, uh -huh. starts ranting that one that the whistleblower uh, says that there are that there are sensitive materials, and one of the emails talks about sensitive materials. He's like, "What's so sensitive about scientific materials? They can't be, you know, these are just these are just scientific. How, how can these be sensitive?" I'm like, "Okay, you misunderstand mm -hmm. the meaning of the word sensitive." Now, I used to have a um, a secret clearance because I worked uh, for a homeland security contractor. There are terms like secret top secret classified and one of those designations is sensitive so he's like how could it be sensitive i'm like this could have been fixed with a fucking google search you idiots right you know right. kind of like all of your medical knowledge yeah no shit and you can you believe the head of the cdc brought a lawyer for a hearing with a congressman <laughs> what is she hiding right they actually say that oh, is he supposed to goodwill hunting Lawyers his way through a congressional hearing no. seriously right, right. Yes. We have a weekly meeting with a lawyer and we do a comedy podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> For fuck's sake, people. And then we move on. So after that damning evidence, I guess is what we're calling it. We move into exhibit three, which is destruction of evidence. And, and by the way, the fucking, the, the, the evidence that the evidence was destroyed, that the, 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 the argument is based on the fact that this evidence doesn't exist. Therefore, it must yes. have been destroyed. And not not the guy. This is what's so fucking crazy. Not the guy saying they destroyed evidence, but a guy saying a guy meant they destroyed <laughs> evidence. I, I love that that the douche bro wannabe journalist thinks uh, sci the scientific study is is really simple. He says he's like, yeah, this test plan, yeah, this test plan should have been done in six months and been fine. That's not how scientific studies work. Like they, they take a long time. They can you have to redesign your studies sometimes. Shit breaks. P people leave your lab. You have to rehire people. Equipment leaks. You have mental breakdowns. Sometimes three of them. Uh, <laughs> you run out of coffee in the lab. That's a big problem. Trust me. And then you have to sometimes have to start the whole fucking thing over again when you realize your initial question wasn't even the right question to be asking. But sure, the guy who produces the doctors is the right guy to be designing a test study for the fucking CDC. Well, so yeah, this guy worked for, for Dr. Phil. I'm sure he knows something. Right. And he's got this fucking amazing moment where he's like, look, once you have the data, it's pretty easy to just run it and put it in a paper. We asked our buddy Andrew. He said it was really super. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Andrew, Andrew, who lost his medical life. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the like his argument is literally like, how could a government project be over budget and take longer than expected? You know? <laughs> also, roads Ask Boston and the big dig. Yeah. And uh, one of the big pieces of this conspiracy is apparently that scientists work in labs and for companies like the public sector and the private sector are where science that's all the sectors that's nothing <laughs> that's not a coincidence that's an identity of words you can't 
Also, okay, so just to give you a very clear idea of of what kind of out of context bullshit uh, we're talking about with this whistleblower, this is an actual quote. This is the entire thing. This is all we hear from this guy. We've just heard about, oh, evidence was destroyed, blah, 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 from other characters, from other people in this movie. And then to back that up, they play this out of context quote. The higher-ups wanted to do certain things, and I went along with it. In the chain of command, I was number four out of five. That's it. That could be a quote about a butt-stuffed conga line for all we fucking know. Certain things is the incriminating that, fucking noun here. Yeah, that could be a yeah. lunch order. Yes! Yeah, right. I didn't want to do Chinese. That's exactly what that would be. Uh, so then we learned that Fat Saddam Hussein, once he was going to publish the paper... The CDC hitmen were after him. Oh, my fucking God. They literally suggest that the CDC has in-house assassins. Yeah, if Bill Thompson doesn't get murdered by the Cubans, the mafia, and the CIA, this whole movie makes no sense. So, <laughs> they, Okay, because they start off like, he was a marked man, and I'm like, tee-hee-hee, oh, what, is he going to get assassinated? But later they said, the fear is that we would be dredging the river for William Thompson. Killed by the CDC? What? Yeah. And... This is also a crazy moment because we cut to like the CDC already talking to Congress about mm -hmm. this and we, we get a shot of fucking Bill Posey. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> and Bill fucking Posey, who knows about as much about vaccines as I do about editing and not eating on the recording, is fucking talking to him and he's like, hey, have you done a study with vaccinated kids versus unvaccinated kids and how they get autism and the woman's like well no because of a shit ton of reasons we haven't done it at this time uh but we did test the thing that you people said was the problem mm -hmm. and it's not and he's like answer the fucking question <laughs> right, i'm a free right. citizen you quit wasting my time I'm a with congressman these explanations. And I, that means i'm a doctor <laughs> this whole thing was it was so crazy. And here's the thing. The thing that they wanted to be tested now has we've done studies. We've tried to see if there if there is a vaccine autism like if, link by looking at cases of autism in vaccinated kids versus unvaccinated kids. We have tested for that now and studied it. There, there are no increased um, uh, events of autism in, in vaccinated kids or unvaccinated kids. Like it's they're just they're the rates yeah, are equal. The, right. The only difference is that the unvaccinated kids get old timey diseases and the vaccinated <laughs> right. kids don't. Yeah, That's literally the, the, the only health. The teensy tiny. Yeah. The teensy tiny baby coffins uh, rates or sa rates of sales are much higher in the unvaccinated <laughs> kids. Yeah. And now it's time for more YouTube wisdom, this time via whiteboard. <laughs> yes, from the fucking Canary Party. The Canary Party, a political party, started for, quote, a movement created to stand up for victims of medical injury, environmental toxins, and industrial, industrial foods by restoring food. balance to our free and civil society and empowering consumers to make health and nutrition decisions that promote wellness, unquote. You cannot put words in an order that more means, I don't know how science is. <laughs> right. When, when does a food become industrial, by the way, if you make like 11 pieces of cheese instead of 10? Like, what is it? I, what the fuck are you talking about? I think it's when, like, you shoot nails into oh, it with exactly. a nail gun. Like, that's industrial. Right. And and they have their little Fiverr fucking whiteboard video. Yeah. And in this video, they make the claim. They say, 
dozens of papers show that autism and vaccines are linked, at which point almost all of our notes say, name one, one paper, you lying fucking whore, fucking kid killing <laughs> ass fucker, ass, ass, fuck you, fuck your eyes, <laughs> fuck your damn eyes, show me one fucking paper. If that paper existed, this would be god awful vaccines, it doesn't fucking exist. The only paper I can think of is the one that was made by the guy who produced your goddamn movie, and now he has to call himself Mr. Fucking Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Whenever, like, whenever vaccines show up on my page and I have a meme go viral about vaccines, I always get loaded with people who they'll do a search on Google Scholar that says autism and vaccines, and they won't link to an individual study because there are no individual studies linking the two. But the link to vaccines and autism, the Google Scholar search, and say here there's a link. I'm like, that's not a (laughs) asshole who doesn't understand the science. But here's the thing: there is. They misrepresent uh, VAERS and the vaccine court in the section because they talk about the government's mm-hmm. paid out $3 billion or whatever the number was. Um, like, here's the thing. About anything, I, I know I said this earlier, anything that happens six months after a vaccine, even with no direct proof of it happening as a result of your vaccine, can be attributed right. to the fucking vaccines. And if you, like, even without presenting sufficient proof, the government can pay out and the government will pay out instead of the vaccine company because it's safer for public health uh, that the government government pays out instead of the vaccine company being sued out of existence because they make the vaccines and that keeps people safe from the diseases. So this way, these assholes can say, look, they're protecting the companies. It's like, no, they're protecting public health by keeping people vaccinated. So it's just it's nuts the way that it can present everything being caused by the vaccine. Well, and and honestly, and I've got to say this, if anybody has made it this far in the show who is an anti-vaxxer or whatever, consider this. If they were making any effort whatsoever, to be honest with you, they would have just presented that information along with it and then argued about why that's wrong. Right. They make no effort to explain why the the, the government, the vaccine court exists whatsoever. They just presented as this like evil, insidious fucking thing that we should all be pissed off about. They make no effort to actually explain why it's there, uh, how it is funded, when it came into being, you know, what the justification for it was. It's just like, as far as they would have you believe, it is a dark thing that happens in the basement of the Illuminati main chamber below the Pentagon. Yeah, and why aren't they checking for anything else besides vaccines like all these two-year-olds have autism like let, let's let check one-year-old birthday parties like, for causal <laughs> like what the fuck why aren't they checking the homeopathic medicines that these parents are also determined to give their kids yeah no shit and then finally i guess we're 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 wrapping up our case because we finally get exhibit number four obstruction of justice which basically their argument dun, here dun, is done after we've proved that they were wrong, we didn't keep spending taxpayer money to continue to prove that they were wrong more. Right. And this is where the, the person speaking on screen is fucking Wakefield's Yes. Lawyer. Oh, cross-eyed Gary Busey? Not, yeah. the, not the most credible looking guy. Maybe just have the Tinkerbell fly around and have him talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andrew should fight this guy on the top of a mountain. <laughs> That would be awesome. Uh, By the way, at this point, he claims that the CDC created a fraudulent study. And and they do it really quickly because they're really hoping no one will notice. But what they're talking about is the series of studies the CDC did after this initial one proving this same point over and over and over again. And since they don't want to address that, they don't want to point out the multitude of other studies that have done 
that have been done by the CDC and other agencies. They just point out that the CDC, I mean, they fucked around with the data and created a fraudulent study here and there. But anyways, I'm the one who did a not so great job on Andy's case. (laughs) I I, I just think it's amazing that Wakefield, no longer a doctor for publishing a fraudulent study, called somebody else a fraud. I I ran out of popcorn at least an hour ago. Right. Well, and then oh, and then we get back to fucking whatever's Mel Largecock or whatever the hell his name was. Um, and he starts. These are literally the sources being cited in this movie. This guy says into camera, he's like, I got a call from a guy last fall. That's it. That's the source. Yep. And then he tells us what that guy said. And, and he said, and, and, and what the guy said was, I'm going to blow this thing wide open. And then it didn't blow wide open. Ergo, someone killed that guy that called him. He goes, look, I'm going to submit your story and it's going to blow people's minds. And yet no one covered it. I mean, it's not because I associated it with a proven fraud and, <laughs> and, and liar, but it's it's because of mainstream media, me and Donald have the same opinion. They're they're all trying to get Hillary elected and she she keeps vaccinating kids personally. She says it keeps her young. <laughs> and then we get what I think is the single shittiest single worst moment of this movie which is he's he basically he says instead everyone focused on that measles bullshit from the beginning right and we we cut to antonio banderas in a wig and she has the (laughs) fucking audacity the fucking audacity to go why are every why is everyone so weirded out by these couple dozen cases of measles when we should be talking about autism and i just wrote in my notes yep i'm gonna kill her i'm gonna miracle <laughs> gonna murder it's no i mean the, like this here's the thing the story to me here isn't even that his show wouldn't air it the story to me here is that the producer of the doctors a mainstream medic quote-unquote medical show is anti-vax also that his name is del big tree yeah, right but it's like this. This is just you know a little more proof that anything you're getting from the doctors is yeah, bullshit. No kidding. Because after we get the fucking you know the, the the after we get fucking food babe in blackface explaining that we all really should be focusing on the on all the brains we damage. Um, we have the two normal doctors being convinced yes. montage and this where, is where oh, they're Jesus. where their boss walks over to them right. on camera and is like so totally unbiased. Tell me what you think of this. I hate to tell you people, if we did a video where Noah just walks over and hands me David Icke's book and goes, pretty invested in this, making a movie about it, what do you think? I'd be like, I mean, the queen, I haven't seen her lately. She could be a robot. (laughs) Oh, I quit my day job for this. Well, and that's exactly it. Again, if the anti-vaxxers are listening along, keep that in mind. This guy never told you he is that person's boss. It's so weird the way he heads up the papers, too. He's like, he's, he's like, yeah, read this uh, stack of uh, papers and studies. Take as long as you want. You want to shuffle it again? Cut. Go ahead. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> and uh, just let me know when you're done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll kill more kids. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was it was very subtle that he was that he just kind of slipped it to people who was who were on his show, uh, and it's like here's the thing: one of the doctors is again Doctor Bob Sears' brother, who's being investigated mm-hmm. right now for gross medical negligence, <laughs> uh, and, and like both of them have written anti-vax books all like before this fucking documentary was made. So it was just it was poorly represented that to say that these people were pro-vaccine um, before the show. I don't know about the other. 
doctor who was uh, who was from the show. But um, but Bob and Jim Sears uh, are not uh, pro-vax and really haven't been for most of their careers. So this was just this this was just them saying yes to their boss uh, because they like having a job. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and Jim Sears is like it was like a huge revelation for him at this point. Like, <laughs> Wait, so are you saying the CDC tricked me into giving kids autism for ten years? But why? And scene. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly. Fill in your own blank there. So then we get the only fucking elective representative dumber than Inhofe doing his uh, his rant on C-SPAN about, uh, you know, like, well, we demand that this happen and that happen. And what was the other thing y'all told me to say if I wanted to be in the movie? Look at this snowball with measles. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fucking bill posey again who looks like the antichrist from the passion grew up to be bill posey (laughs) (laughs) and then they even mention in the fucking movie that thompson is going to publish a paper about there not being a link between vaccines and autism but hooker instead takes that moment to be like sounds like a cover-up to me yeah they got to him must have got to him yeah it's like, and at the beginning of this, it still drives me crazy that at the beginning of this, they say Thompson didn't know he was being recorded. Like, shouldn't that have tipped off even the people that are most invested in this, that something was wrong with how they're representing what this person said? Mm-hmm. No, of course not. A- apparently not. And then Trans Beethoven shows back up to remind us that we're a mere 16 <laughs> years from Autismopolis. Yeah. yeah. And then... We get a fuck. The last fucking scene of this movie is there with the very pretty lady doctor who really wanted to be a model, but it just didn't work out. So she settled for medical school and they ask her on camera, will you tell people to vaccinate your kids? And long story short, she says no. Yeah. And then we get the fucking after credits every seven minutes. A child is diagnosed with autism. Call your leaders and demand the following. Three years worth of cheese. Make it illegal for people's children to stop dying. Harass this list of people. We asked a bunch of real scientists to be part of this, and they said, you're a fraud and an asshole. Directed by a proven fraud. They actually said that none of these people would be in our stupid fucking documentary. Unbelievable. And seriously, every seven seconds... Well, I just diagnosed 70 million kids with autism myself. Now it's like every... Always. It's all of them. Every zero seconds. All the kids have autism. <laughs> Jesus. Idiots. Well, and the fucked up thing is that it's actually like the rate at which kids die of vaccine preventable illnesses is higher than the rate of autism. So even if like autism was an inevitable result of these vaccines, it would st- we'd still be better off with that much autism. Yeah. The funny thing is, these pe- a lot of the people that I know who are anti-vax, when I've asked them, would you get vaccinated if you had to travel to a part of the world where it's necessary to be vaccinated to go there? They're like, yeah, I would. I'm like, oh, so you believe in vaccines when it comes to go to a place where there are still vaccine-preventable illnesses that could fucking kill you? Like, it's just because they, it, it's because they realize that they're protected by the good work that vaccines have done here, and they 
they don't realize how good they have it here because of the fucking vaccines. Right. And or that just, that could go away. To yeah. Me. Yeah. And that's the big one. Yeah. They, they, when you have never seen anyone who had polio and you have never seen what measles can do to a fucking population, if a lot of people get it, then there is no real incentive in your little insulated universe for it. But yes, all that shit could come spoiled. back. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and as soon as you move out of the spoiled ass little world, people are like, GMOs and vaccines, as many as we can get. There, like, there were about 100 cases of polio last year. We're really close to wiping it out. But all it would take would be for somebody who's carrying polio to get on a plane and, and who doesn't know they have it yet to get on a plane to, to L.A. where we have a lower rate of vaccinations yep. than, you know, the Sudan and <sighs> cough. Yeah. And I really don't want that to happen. I don't want us to learn this lesson by having a bunch of innocent children be maimed because their parents got horrible information and fell for it. I, I never want that to be the lesson because a lot of people turned pro vaccine after the measles outbreak. Mm -hmm. It's I just I'd never want that to be the lesson we learn because of polio. Well, right. Like this is not a situation where anyone wants to say, I told you so. Let's just stick with the fluoride thing. I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, of we, can, we can make them bad enough. Just yeah. So. So I, I feel like we've made our feelings about the movie clear throughout. No real need to dwell on how many stars we'd withhold from it. But I do want to try to convey the misery of sitting through this movie to the audience. So tell me, what old-timey disease would you have to contract to most closely approximate what you suffered through in watching this horrible piece of shit? Ooh, uh, Ooh. I'm going to say uh, herpes. Okay. I mean, good thing that doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> That'd be rough. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with syphilis because I also felt like I was slowly going insane throughout this movie. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with scarlet fever because I've had that one and I would have like and if you, it goes untreated, you can go blind. And that would have made me happy because I wouldn't have had to. <laughs> <laughs> this movie showing us the bright side of scarlet fever. Well, Yvette, I can't thank you enough for coming back after the disappointing finish we had first time around. And for the record, again, that has never happened to me before. Um, it's because you're so I, it's, pretty. Oh, it's it, it's just because I don't understand how to use microphones. Apparently, I'm really good at chemistry, not so good at uh, at audio shit. So well, wait a minute. Uh, now, I, I learned. I'm hoping this works. Now, according to this movie, if you're a scientist, you know everything about all the sciences. So you're. Yeah, I'm an I'm apparently an astrophysicist too. Awesome. Um, unless you ask Twitter, or I've been told I'm a fake scientist. Well, you, well, we so also learned that you can trust Twitter in this movie too. So yeah, I guess very accurate. Oh yeah, Acor according to Twitter, every everybody knows everything unless they've actually been to school for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's the rule of Twitter for science. Well, I think we made it through the whole movie, but of course, if our audience is now addicted to your scathing wit and clever innuendo, where can they go to get their fix? Uh, they can head head over to facebook.com slash cybabe and cybabe.com. And because I'm on Twitter and I occasionally like to rant political on there, uh, it's uh, at the cybabe. Awesome. And of course, we'll have all three linked on the show notes for this episode. Again, thanks so much for suffering alongside us again. No problem. Thank you for having me, guys. And well, that does it for our review of Vax. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to promise something less depressing next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Confessions of a prodigal son. We're working our way all the way through K-Sorb's goddamn filmography. <laughs> we earned some K-Sorb's next week. <laughs> right? <laughs> this one looks rough. It's just like 
plain vanilla Christian movie. It's just like man who's Christian has a son who leaves and then drives back home later and is Christian. It's it looks awful. <laughs> I got to say, it, it is probably the worst acting I've ever seen inside a preview. Like normally if the acting is that bad, they don't put it in the preview. Yeah. It was incredibly bad. So, yeah. This, this yeah. may be the worst non-vulture-centric movie we've reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst made, anyway. I don't think there's any competition anymore for the worst movie we've ever watched. Hopefully, there never will be again at this point. So, with that to look forward to, we'll bring episode 59 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to the Psy Babe for hanging out with us tonight. And, again, you'll find a link to her Facebook page and her blog on the show notes for this episode. Again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful. That's patreon.com slash godawful. And thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, and The Skeptocrat, which is available with a new episode now, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars and was used with permission. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the link in the show notes to this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Andrew Wakefield's a fraud. <laughs> Luckily, half the world did not get autism by 2032 <laughs> because we all died of plague. <laughs> Andrew Wakefield eventually did get raped by those herpetic Kodiak bears. You shared this episode everywhere you could. We got sued by those fuck nuggets, and Andrew slapped them around like the bitches they are. Hell yeah. Actively. <laughs> so this first item here says anyone who listens to our show should find Andrew Wakefield and punk. <laughs> <laughs> I've even read this before. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay, so so this item here says uh anyone who listens to our show should find Andrew Wakefield and <laughs> Do we want a clean take of anyone who listens to our show should find Andrew Wakefield and punch his balls until he dies? <laughs> <laughs> or, or several dirty takes leading up to another clean take. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think I think we've got everything we need for that. So. <laughs> All right. Um, or, or were you just trying to make Andrew say it again? Because if if so, we can go back and I can I can say, oh no, yeah, no, I am going to need that again. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright twenty sixteen. All rights reserved.